the comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Welcome to What Does the Bible Say About the Messiah? My co-host, Pastor Delmar Austin, is in the house. We started this on Monday, and now we're going to continue. And eventually, we're going to talk about the baby boys of Bethlehem. Yes. This is the way that uh, Satan starts to strike out uh, the Messiah, tries to strike, uh, bring, bring to an end the life of Jesus. He doesn't want Jesus to come into this world. And and the point that we made yesterday was, of all the people that were surprised with the Messiah being born, Satan was not surprised. No. He was ready for this. He was doing all he could to stop Jesus and the work that Jesus was going to do. You know, it's interesting, Mac, today that there are still people who claim to be Satan worshipers. Yeah. They worship symbols of Satan. They have all sorts of rituals that are connected with with worshiping him. Satan is a symbol of the rejection of God and the rejection of God's ways. And so when people begin to worship Satan, they are saying the same thing. They are rejecting God, and they're rejecting the Messiah who was born into this world. They're on the side of Satan. Well, we sure uh, do see him a lot going on right now around the world. Well, we really do, and and some people are not as open about it, I guess, as others. But Satan worship is just a sign of those that he has won to his side. So Satan is is out. He's completely... uh, on the side of trying to defeat the Messiah as the Messiah comes into this world. And the way that he does this is through human beings who are willing to take his side. And so he works with Herod. He already knows that Herod is a man with very little integrity, and Herod will do um, most anything in order to save himself. Herod is the king of Judea. Okay, back in the time uh, when Jesus is born. This is Herod the Great, not some of the other Herods that are talked about. Herod the Great has an interesting history. He was basically uh, an Arab who was raised as a Jew. His family probably became uh, Jewish in their religion as they joined in the land of Palestine with the Jewish people there. He was appointed as the king of Judea by Rome, not because of, of uh, his, his royalty, but Rome is using people that they can in order to control different parts of the world. So Herod is in charge of the whole area of Judea. He is a ruthless man. He ends up in his lifetime murdering three of his sons. He murders one of his wives and her mother and her grandfather in order to try to protect his throne. 
Okay, so this is the kind of man that he is. You're getting rid of your family? Yeah, because that, that was always a threat to kings in the past. Okay. If if there was an heir, uh, you know, in the family, that heir could try to take over your kingdom. Well, we have that right now with Hunter Biden. <laughs> well, that may be an, that may be a, a little bit of a stretch of a of our thinking, but but that was always something kings worried about, and also when. When uh, Herod is about to die, Herod has Jewish, some Jewish leaders put in prison. Do you know why he does that? Because he's been such a bad king, everybody hates him, and he doesn't want there to be rejoicing when he dies. So he gives a command that when I die, I want these Jewish leaders put to death. Just to make so that other people would be sad and would be uh, be mourning on the day that he died. Isn't that? I mean, that's ruthless kind of uh, uh, violent behavior that Herod does. So it's not really surprising that Herod the Great is responsible for the death of the baby boys of Bethlehem. We'll read the story again, uh, beginning in uh, Matthew chapter 2, verse 12. Then, and it's talking here about the wise men, then being divinely warmed in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. God warned them, don't go back to Herod. Herod's already out there to kill the Messiah. You don't need to add anything more to it. Verse 13, and when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream saying, arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. God knew that. So when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, uh, through the prophet saying, out of Egypt I called my son. That was another messianic prophecy. But God told them to leave and go to Egypt so Herod would not be able to destroy the child. That would put some fear into the parents, but they knew that God was leading and that God was going to protect his son, the Messiah that was born. Now, this is what happens, of course, is that uh, the wise men don't show up and don't come back to Herod. And so Herod says, ah, something's afoot. I've got to squelch this. I've got to stop it. So he makes a decision. Okay, how old possibly could that child be? Well, maybe a year. I'll be on the safe side. Maybe two years. Maybe two years he could be that old. So we'll send my soldiers down there, and they will murder all the baby boys of Bethlehem. And that's the command that's given. And indeed, that is what takes place. It says, verse 16, Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry, and he set forth to put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all its districts from two years older and under, according to the time which had been determined from the wise men. And it fulfills the prophecy in Jeremiah about, Rem, about Rachel weeping for her children. Rachel is kind of the mother of Israel, and she is weeping uh, 
through this event that takes place because these innocent boys die because of the wickedness of Herod, who is being uh, influenced by Satan to try to stop the Messiah, to try to take his life. Herod, does he figure out that Jesus got away, or does he die first? Herod recognizes that that Jesus must have got away. I don't know how exactly, but he must know that that did not work. Now, Herod in the past has also been putting to death anybody, again, his his own son. Anybody that threatens his throne, he's going to try to put to death. But I think he realizes, even after this event, that he did not get the child. Now, we don't know exactly how long he lived, but we do know uh, that it must have just been a short time after Jesus uh, had gone down to Egypt, maybe a year, maybe up to three years time that Jesus and his family were down in Egypt, and then Herod dies. And Herod dies of what is actually referred to, it, it was uh, uh, a common uh, statement to use, Herod's evil. It was a very uh, painful death that Herod ended up dying. And it was so... Uh, it was so painful that he wanted to take his own life. In fact, one time he grabs a knife and he's trying to stab himself and the people around him stop him from doing it. But he wanted to take his own life. He was in so much agony and so much pain. So Herod (laughs) receives the reward of trying to do what Satan wanted him to do when he dies like that. But that is a picture of one who is trying to fight against God and who is being used by the devil to uh, try to accomplish that and stop the work of Jesus. Now, we need to take some time here just to think about what happened here, because this is a question that a lot of people ask, why does God allow suffering? Why did God allow the death of innocent children When Jesus was born into this world, Jesus was taken by his parents, and he escaped. But the baby boys of Bethlehem died. Why is it, Mac, that God allows suffering like that to go on? Well, we learn through our suffering, and I do believe that there is a blessing at the end of every lesson through suffering. Um, just too bad that it had to cost so many, so many little boys' lives. It is. You know, we're going through a time uh, right now, too, uh, where there's still conflict in the Middle East going on, and it has involved the death of Jewish babies and Palestinian babies, and we ask, you know, why does God allow suffering? God allows suffering because he allows sin. At this point in human history, God could have put an end to it all. He could have taken away our freedom of choice. He could have taken away human beings. He could have put us at an end. I mean, he could have brought about our end, but he didn't. He allowed sin 
to continue in this world. But he has a plan. That's the answer. He has a plan to redeem men from sin, and he has a plan to do away with sin someday. That is the plan of salvation. That is why the Messiah came. But it just goes to show these stories that we look back at, the massacre of the innocents, shows that God is right, that sin is wrong, that sin is bad. This is what sin leads to. It leads to this needless suffering in this world. And God, the Messiah, comes to us to say, we got to put an end to the sin and suffering that exists in this world. And we will. Now, those children that were murdered, they're, they're, they'll be in heaven. I believe that God is always compassionate and merciful. People ask a lot of questions about children that are born yeah. that may be under the age of accountability. I don't know how God is going to rule on every situation, <laughs> But God has an infinitely uh, compassionate desire to save each one of us. And I, I believe that there's reason to believe that even those that die uh, at a very young age, that God has a place in his eternal kingdom for them. But, but the Bible doesn't give us all that information. Leave that to God. That's in God's hands, and God is much more loving than any of us. Tomorrow when we return, oh my heavens, the wilderness temptation. Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more.